2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations.
0: Dr. Evil. I like that. Dr. Evil. You you put doctor in front of something, then it always sounds pretty good after that. Dr. Skunk. Dr. Anything is okay. There's a nose tackle for you, Mano Tuya And that name, see, you have to be a big guy to have a name like that. Because if you were a little guy, Tuya the name across your back would come down underneath your armpits. So guys like Tuya that have a lot of letters in their name usually play nose tackle. You know, Phil Simms is trying to talk Bill Parcells into going for it on fourth down. The That's punt team started in and he started to wave them off. And you saw, if you could read lips, Marcel saying, Hunt it. Hunt it. Sims wants to go. Quarterbacks always want to go, don't they? And the fans. The quarterbacks, the fans always want to go. Coaches and their parents don't want them to go. That John Frank is a rookie. Bill to saying, This guy's always in fights because he always blocks guys and stays with him he said he can just glue to you and that's exactly what he did to lawrence taylor look he just glued to him taylor has him frank gets a reversal taylor's going for the reversal frank gets a pin referee says that's it no more one two three no asking for quiet don't forget he can roll out and likes to best hits I've ever seen him make in his life I've ever seen anyone make and this is the best of the three best. Wow. Look at the determination he reads run the whole way he reads Humphrey the whole way he takes off for the jump before Humphrey takes off for his jump. That is football.
2: The G- Did you man. see the mouthpiece flying there, my goodness. That was the now, ear. That was that, the ear pad. I thought it was a mouthpiece. No, I thought it was a mouthpiece. It's the ear pad. No, I think it was yeah. a mouthpiece. No, I no. think it was a mouthpiece. I think I saw the indentations of the silhouette. hundred percent. If you
3: continue let's, to listen, it's the. Do ear we need piece. the telestrator? You're,
2: you're, you're, let's. You're messing let's with the wrong guy
3: on this subject. I'm just telling let's you. Let's watch it again. Uh, let's, let's, there's, there's an angle where it There looks was a closer, like, there was another look where you could see a closer, all right. All right. I'm telling you it was the earpiece. Just trust me on this one. All right. Just trust all right. me. But, but,
2: but, cause right. I, I question yeah. you because I think that you said it was the earpiece that came out recently when Debo Samuel put the lumber on someone it was I was on wrong someone, on that it one. You're right. It was. So that's why your earpiece, ear hole recognition, padding <laughs> thing, uh, you know, the it's, technical term. It it was, it's your oh for one. Okay. Maybe you're going to be
3: one for two, right. but I thought it was a mouthpiece. No, we got to show the other clip there. Yeah. Yeah. There was one more that was,
2: that's it. not a hit. That's not a hit that we would see in today's NFL. No. Uh, back then it was legal, perfectly yeah. legal, but the dipping of the helmet, that would get you flagged. But my gosh, what a, what a brutal hit fully within the rules back in the eighties. And um, so many of those games out there, that's the other thing I'm going to get down that, that rabbit hole today on YouTube and find some of the old John Madden games and watch them. Uh, football was different then, and and even if even if he was calling games now, he would still make them as entertaining as he did then. But you get to see some old school football played in a way that they just don't play it anymore, for many good reasons, for the interest of the health and safety of the players. They they don't brutalize each other the way they once did.
3: No, no, it's not it's not a it's not the same. You're right, it's not. But wait, let's go. Pete says we have a, fr- a fr- uh, yeah, well, I, yeah. I I can promise you that he has the biggest mouth in the world if that's his mouthpiece. All right. See it up there on the top there? The big white. Yeah. Yeah. See? And they're going to go through it. And again... You know, Whoa, I, you what? got you Is gotta, that a mouthpiece? No, it's not. I, I, I can. Tr- you gotta trust me on this. I don't one. see the buttons that, but it has buttons on it. Uh, well, snap what, it what are you? What do you got? The like the greatest size in the history of the planet? This isn't. I don't HD see the TV. buttons. I mean, what, what? The buttons. It's the. It's the earpiece. Okay, it's the ear thing. I'm a hundred percent correct about this one. All right. Now we, know, now we know why it went
2: flying. It didn't have any buttons. It wasn't fastened.
3: <laughs> uh, it just went flying hey, that, out. It was Velcroed into the helmet. That was a uh, great great game there. Great day. Giants won a tough he, football game on the road in Denver. That's the night I've always told you about. Some weirdo came to our house and my mom was putting, putting me to bed and tried to chop down our mailbox with a chainsaw. It was that same night. Uh, but, you know, as you could tell, again – did they win or lose the game? The Giants won the game on the road against the Why Broncos. Why are they trying
2: to chop down the mailbox? What? That's a hell of a. I, 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 I'm getting go a good moment for the Phil
3: Simms mailbox. Yeah, they, I guess they wanted a piece of sports <laughs> history, and they thought <laughs> Phil, Phil's mailbox was the way to go.
2: Here's where Phil Simms gets his mail. Yes, I, this is where not he exactly gets the his kind of game his checks stuff from the Giants. That
3: you're for. Yeah, right. <laughs> not only did they come and do that, they left. The cops came to the house. And they came back to finish the job across the street, and the cops heard them in the woods while they were, like, talking to my mom at the front door and everything, and they ended up catching them. And weirdly, to even add to this even more, I didn't mean to go down this, they lived, like, around the corner from us. They lived down the street, the, the guy that tried to do this. So a uh, very odd day there. But, again, yeah. Madden was a part of my life a lot, as you could see here growing up. <laughs>
2: Two lingering questions I now have: Number one, did the Sims family have a chainsaw? And number two, did Christopher have an alibi?
3: That's what I want. To know <laughs> we did that, not huh? have a chainsaw. <laughs> and literally, as my mom was putting me to bed, we heard like you thought we thought like man is somebody rev- revving the engine of their car in our driveway. <laughs> That's what we thought. And then my mom just happened to go look out the window and she looked out and there was a guy, you know, going to town on the mailbox. And uh, yeah, there you go. So (laughs) funny night. All right. Uh, After further review for week 16, the taunting
2: issue continues to hover over the NFL, even though it seems like some crews aren't calling it like they were earlier in the year. The Steelers ended up on the wrong side of a taunting call. And uh, here's here's Mike Tomlin who supports taunting and, Till it's called against his team
0: we're just trying to clean our game up um, we, we embrace the responsibility that comes with being the role models that we are this game being played at the highest level we understand that people that play at a lower level watch us and 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 often mimic the things that we do and how we conduct ourselves and just largely as a league uh, competition committee specifically uh, there was a desire to improve in that area
2: OK, you OK, he <laughs> chose me. you alright? Excuse me. Do we have him from Sunday? I thought we had a mashup. Do we have him from Sunday? Oh, OK. Pete Pete takes full responsibility. I was I I'm, I'm sorry. I got caught in mid uh, in mid goal. You thought the clip um, was going
3: to go longer. We do have it. Now we Here's do. The back oh, we wait. Now we have it. Oh, man. Go. You don't want Pete we calling think. your plays in your ear. To be, if you're a quarterback and he's the head coach, you'll yeah. never get Pete, it. Wait, we got the play. Hold game. on. Hold on
2: two delay of games. Jeez. They've gone back 10 yards. Well, let's now. just play the damn the Ray Ray McLeod clip the and then we'll go back to it. Can right? we see the clip as to what the taunting was from Sunday between the Steelers and the play Chiefs? Play something. Not that it had an impact play on the game. <laughs> Pete is under
1: the influence Mike, did you have of eggnog any concern this about the
0: yeah. taunting penalty? Was it different than the one that uh, got Chase Claypool benched? Uh, I categorically disagree with it. I thought that Ray Ray was signaling first down and he turned around to do so and the guy just happened to be there I think we got to exercise some
2: common sense. Well, let's see what uh, Mike Tom. Ta- hey, hey, this, this is part of the this, this is, is part it. of the problem, though. We've been saying this all common year sense. because you're going to have, but you're going to have officials who see that interaction, and it's going to set off the bells and whistles that this is taunting because somebody is doing something that happens to be in someone's face. So there's Ray Ray McLeod. and uh, but you know, it, it it this is where you got to be careful. And uh that, that's that's uh I, I reject Mike Tomlin's explanation. He was in his face. Now there are some crews who aren't calling it now, yeah. But but that that fit within the whole thing that they were pushing earlier this year that they don't want Happening
3: in the NFL, it, so I reject yeah. Mike Tomlin's rejection of the of the penalty. I agreed with him that it, it needs more common sense, but that's one where, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to be mad at the refs there again. I mean, we, we know that one. You're that close. They're telling to, them. They're, they're telling them to right, throw that flag. Right. They're that close to a defender too. You know, in that situation there, yeah, that, that's going to get called. You know, and players know better there. You know, again, yes, I'd like to see more common sense applied to this as well. But Ray Ray mcleod has got to use his common sense too, and you know, right now as a player, you got to get up and go, wait, all right, I want to signal first down or do something. You got to assess the situation a little bit and go, wait, let me make sure. And there, you know, he not only points the finger, but he's looking right up in the guy's face. So that, that to me is where, you know, I don't have an issue with that one. I've had an issue with a lot of them, certainly. Uh, but, but yeah, that to me deserved to be called. The problem
2: is what they're trying to do is deprogram humanity. They're trying to remove emotion. They're trying to make football players not act like football players because I don't think that kind of thing is going to cause a rumble later in the game. No, it's not. And I don't think it's going to cause kids to act like hooligans. That's just a human reaction. That's where the common sense needs to come into play. But, But they've already decided they're calling those, and they've been calling them fairly consistently all year here's jamar chase the bengals receiver on sunday against the ravens spinning the ball at the ravens sideline he got flagged for taunting here thou shalt not posture toward the sideline thou shalt not spin the ball toward the sideline let's have a look at what jamar chase did i saw this i don't like this call we think this should have been 15 yards of field position for the ravens there's jamar chase Uh. makes the catch and Yeah, I. Yes, he just happens to be there on the stripe. It wasn't. But but this is the problem right
3: here. The fact that he's looking at their sideline and does it, then does it to me. That's what got him. Right. Here's the key. Yeah. You got to know where the
2: line is and stay the hell away from it. Right. That's the best advice you can give to anyone in any setting, in any context. There's always a line on what you can do, and your best play is know where it is and never get so close to it. Then anyone can say you crossed it. Stay away from it. Right there he's literally on the line. Literally. You don't do it right there because even if you didn't mean to do it, you're you're creating enough ammunition to cause somebody to throw a flag. And this all goes back to coaching w- w- explaining to the guys what is and isn't allowed. Coaching it in practices, because I'm sure guys like that act like that in practice too. So you got to call them out when they do it in practice and holding them accountable when they do it in games. That's the only way that, that it's ever going to get to the point where it needs to be, where teams aren't giving up 15 yards
3: that that they shouldn't be giving up. Yeah, I, I agreed with all that. You know, again, it's, you got to assess the situation, like you said. Yeah, we, we want the refs to use common sense. Players also got to use it too. You know, Ray-Ray McLeod, I'm cool. You want to get up, point first down, do all that? Just... You know, take a few steps upfield, get out of the way of the defender so it doesn't make look like you're like trying to show him up. Same thing with Jamar Chase. I think he'd be doing fine if he just spins the ball on the sidelines. It's the fact that he turns to the sideline and literally makes eye contact with him and then spins it, like eat this, and then turns away. To me, that's the part. I think if he catches the ball and never makes a gesture or looks at the Ravens' sideline and kind of just keeps looking upfield – I don't think anything would have ever been done. I don't. At least that's what I feel. But I feel like it's this little part of gets tackled, gets up, face faces the sideline right here, and now does it. That's what's going to get your butt in trouble in the in the NFL with the officiating right now. You, you gotta you gotta be aware of like you're saying what's around you and where the line is that you can't cross, literally and figuratively.
2: On a day that we honor and remember the life and legacy of the great John Madden, our next one looked like a glitch from the Madden game as it was happening. This is from Sunday night, Washington at Dallas. Cowboy center Tyler Biedez downfield illegally. Let's watch this. Let's take a look at this. Uh,
3: I, I mean, this is ridiculous. He's past the receiver well, who catches the ball.
2: it 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 is amazing. It wasn't seen. The linebackers saying, "What the hell is going on here?" And uh, yeah, it it did. I've seen freeze frames of it that it looks like a glitch from Madden. How is that guy so far downfield? And they just flat out missed it. And 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 I don't know what he's thinking. Where he, he doesn't he think know it was the a play. run play. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he he, thinks, just, it's he some, thinks it's a run play. Yeah. But he starts into his pass block set.
3: I, he thought it was he a draw. The, he, he I don't snaps, know what he thought.
2: He snaps and he goes back. And then, I don't know, maybe the guy said something about his mother and he decided he was going to chase him. I, I, I that's really, what it looks like. I, it looks like he decides, I'm going to chase this guy.
3: I, I don't know. I, I don't know how he gets away with that. And I don't understand why there's no flag. I don't understand. That's really the, the bottom line is, come on. And, and bottom line is that this is being, you know, it's being let go way too much in NFL football games. You know Tuesday, Mike, I sit there watch film all day and do all that stuff. That's all I do yesterday. I literally sit at my kitchen table from, like, 10 to, like, 6 at night and just watch NFL football. Every game I turn on, you could call they should, that should be called five more times a game. You know, again, the defense is at enough of a disadvantage in this day and age in the NFL. Now we're going to let the team run block six yards downfield and have pass patterns on the other side. That's got to stop. The NFL's got to do something about that. That's stupid. It's cheating. It shouldn't be allowed. And they got to wake up. How you miss that, I don't even know. Everybody saw it in real time when I was watching the game on TV here at NBC. You know, if the blocker's farther downfield than the guy catching the ball, there's a little issue there. Come on. That, that's ridiculous. And, and that's the kind of thing that gets people to say the
2: fix is in, the fix is in. When there's an error that glaring and the flag isn't thrown, people assume not incompetence. They assume some level of corruption, even, even if it wasn't. Um, there was another funny moment from the game the other night that that thankfully common sense prevailed and the official who was standing right there realized it was just a couple of guys having some fun Randy Gregory with Taylor Heineke on the ground after a play Gregory rolls over next to him and it was all done playfully and you know you could have as Marvel Levy would say an over officious jerk who would decide to make an issue of it But we'll see the camera will cut back to Heineke on the ground after the hit. No flag for roughing the passer or nothing the passer, as the case may be. And let's see, uh, do we have the point where Heineke's actually on the ground? And he rolls over. Okay. Thanks for nothing, Pete. Um, Trust us. After that play, Heineke was laying on the ground. And Randy Gregory rolled over next to him. Um, Let's move on to the next clip, if we have it. Washington cornerback Bobby McCain flagged for unnecessary roughness on Cowboys tight end Dalton Schultz. This horrible. Is one of those where, horrible. Yeah. Horrible. All right, let's take a look. Let's take a look and see how horrible it was. There's Dak Prescott, the throw, the hit. That that was That's one of those that we're so used to seeing that happen and have it be an illegal hit. When the head jerks, you assume yeah. it's an illegal hit. But right. that is – it's not. That's why you need to have sky judge or replay review. There's too much field position that is given up for something like this. There needs to be an opportunity to fix it in those situations where it wasn't a hit to the helmet. It just looked like it because the body stopped so abruptly, the head jerked backward. Not every time a guy's head jerks backward is his helmet actually struck by another helmet or a forearm or whatever, you can't hit him in the head in that setting. You can't hit him in the chest.
3: That's what Bobby McCain did. Yeah, I again, I just, I, I just, I hate those calls right now in the NFL. I do. You know, we're, we're they
2: need to have a way to fix them. That's do. one. And I know they're worried that but Sky you, Judge would go right. too far. Right. That's an easy one that easy Sky fix. Judge fixes. You get, you get on the horn with yep. the referee in that game and you say, pick up the flag. Yeah, pick up the flag. He didn't hit him in the head. Millions of people are watching this and they're all seeing. In the replay, he didn't hit him in the head. So we look like idiots if we don't pick up the flag. Thank you very much. Pick up the flag. I'll talk to you later.
3: And then that's what needs to happen. I know. And then people want to wonder why PJ Williams goes low on Chris Godwin and and you know tears his ACL. It's because of that. You know, it's because of that. The NFL has self corrected itself so so egregiously that you're gonna start causing other injuries because guys are gonna go, Well, the hell with this. I'm just gonna take his legs out, and if his leg breaks, then so what? I won't get a penalty. You know, again, it actually it actually makes the strike zone even smaller because you're still properly hitting him where
2: you can, but you're hitting him in a way that causes his head to move in a way that makes it look like he got hit in the head, even if he didn't. Yeah, it's preposterous.
3: I, I, it is. It's preposterous. And, I, and it goes back to our old thing there. You know, again, like, oh, dicey decision by the quarterback. He almost got the, the tight end killed. No big deal. Free 15 yards. I mean damn at some point they got to start penalizing these quarterbacks for this or something fining them you know you know I, I attempted murder by the quarterback it's a $10,000 fine this week it's just that that to me is what bothers me more than anything. Right? I'd now. say it's more attempted involuntary attempted manslaughter. manslaughter. Right. OK. Yeah. I don't <laughs> okay. I don't know that there's such a thing as attempted manslaughter.
2: But if there were that would be it, it. would be some of the throws that we see from NFL uh, yes. quarterbacks. Here's Jerry Hughes dragged down Mac Jones out of bounds on Sunday. The Bills defensive mm. end getting after the Patriots quarterback flag was thrown Flag was picked up. Maybe if Mac Jones, you know, wore number 12 instead of number 10, the flag would not have been picked up. Let's no this is amazing that this gets picked it. up. Let's have a look at this. Uh, there's Mac Jones rolling to his right, turning on the Jets to the extent that he can. And uh, now I, I I, think I understand why they picked it up because he was trying to keep him from going down. Well, so well, but he's the reason he went cons-
3: down. He's the reason he well, went down. He pushed him to go down. So then he went, oh, no, I've messed up. Let me try to help him up because he knew he was he was he knew he was late hit i mean yeah he but he didn 't hit him really hard. I just wonder if the patriot
2: robot is programmed there to collapse. Uh, like the uh, proverbial house of
3: cards, if he feels any contact with his body whatsoever. Well, when you, it was just kind of a weird, awkward look. It almost looked like a horse collar tack. Well, when you get in that position too, as you like, you're gonna go down because you don't want to get pushed and then end up running into the chain guy and the Gatorade bottles, and the, so that's kind of your natural thing when you get in that close side of the sidelines. Once you get pushed and you go whoa, you kind of just start to go down. Either way, I mean, again, I, you know, I, I don't know how that's not called. I don't know how you pick that flag up. It, that's what it, I it want is, to say. Well,
2: it is. It's it, it's it's kind of an accidental horse collar because he's trying to hold him up by pulling his jersey, and that's what causes him to jerk backward and and assume that very dangerous posture of the lower right. legs that got the Roy Williams will put in place twenty years ago. Yeah, to to not pull guys down from behind. Belichick like that. went insane what?
3: right there. He went insane yeah. too after that. That, that was yeah. again. It's 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 not that egregious. The problem is like you're saying. If it's Brady or some of the other superstar quarterbacks, it gets called and it's not even thought about. Nobody talks about it. And, I, you know, on that game, I I, I can't remember. I think that was Romo and Jim Nance, right? Uh, was yes. that them on Sunday? Right. I mean, Romo even caught, like... No, 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 no. It not they, 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 they were in Kansas City. They were in Kansas City. Okay, I can't remember who it was exactly. But I know the, the announcers of the game were going, like, why did Jerry Jerry Hughes even touch him? That's the problem. I think it was Carl Davis. I mean, he was kind of all over it. And yeah, just weird that they would throw the flag. We're into protecting the quarterbacks and late hits, but now we're going to pick it up, even though it was a late hit. It just wasn't that hard. Uh, that that's where that one was weird. It's inconsistent. It, li- it leads to the inconsistent conversation once again. Charles Davis just texted me to say, "Who's Carl Davis?" But, oh, my uh, bad. My bad, Charles. Exactly. My bad, That's Charles. That's all right, Phil. They do have a Carl – sorry, I'm used to that. They do have a Carl <laughs> Davis who plays nose tackle on the Patriots. I might have been getting that in my head. Sorry, Charles is the man. My bad, Charles. Maybe Carl Davis was picking up a second paycheck that day. I don't know. <laughs> the, the
2: Patriots were on very offense talented. on that play. Um, uh,
3: here,
2: here's, here's one more. Baker Mayfield, the final interception of the game, while the Browns were driving for what would have been a very unexpected – Last second victory, potentially. Yeah. Rasul Douglas gets his second pick of the day after eh, doing something maybe he shouldn't have done to Donovan Peoples Jones, but it's not a foul if they don't call it. Should they have called it? There was a little hold there before the ball was in the air and if the ball's in the air it becomes pass interference but there's oh oh that's uh, yeah that's the that's, angle that's
3: probably pass interference not yes. defensive holding 100 the ball's in the air yeah ball's yeah. in the air he pulled him and kind of slingshots himself forward you know again people are going to be like well donovan's people jones wasn't that effective well donovan people jones is a freak of nature he was affected. It didn't mean his body had a flail everywhere, and he goes crazy. He's six four and two twenty, and probably can squat five hundred pounds. So his body's not going to flail. But that's certainly, again, it goes back to that's called every time in the first quarter. But here we are, late in the fourth. We're not going to call it, you know. And and he kind of
2: used he kind of uses that too
3: to kind of slingshot, slingshot his way forward. toward the ball. I yeah. know that's it's a, he it helped him make a break on the ball. Rasul Douglas. Baker Mayfield's first and fourth interception in those football games were egregious pass interference, egregious. To me, that's egregious. His first one, Mike, if you remember, he throwed the deep post. I believe that was Donovan People jones too, and they had it. And Rasul Douglas just ran into him and blocked him and cut it off, and that let Savage go back and get the interception. That was another one. It was, it was bad. They were very fortunate that way in a, in a crazy game on, on Christmas Day.
2: Pete, Pete has given me an option to wrap this segment. I've got two choices, all right? We can play the Randy Gregory clip that he swore we had earlier, that he now swears that we definitely have, or we can fire Pete. Chris, I'll consult with you before we make a final decision. Man. Should we play the clip. As, as, or should, oh, if we don't. No, no, I'm sorry. Pete's now. Pete's now clarifying. If we don't have it, we can fire him. So he's not giving us the choice to yeah, fire him. I yeah. like
3: Pete. He's okay. But let's see the clip. I'd like to fire him, let's but I like his clip. kids and his wife. So I'll, I'll, we'll keep him.
2: Let's see the clip. Here's the play. Again, you may be familiar with this part of the play. You've seen it 20 times. Here's the back end of it where That's great. Randy Gregory rolls over and lays next to him. And the referee's right there. And he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm watching you 94. But I don't think you're taunting him. I just think you're having a little fun. And, hey, it's Christmas time. Well, Let's have a little fun. To honor John Madden, football from time to time should be fun. There's a little pat on the butt there. Randy Gregory's just
3: having and, some fun. And, yes, 100% in common sense. And to me, that's, you know, that's, uh, I'm, I'm, that's Vinovich, right? The, the referee, am I correct with that one? I feel like I am. I'm trying to look. I'm pretty sure it was that day. Yes, it's Vinovich. Vin- Bill Vinovich is one of the best re- referees in football period. I always enjoy every game. He has common sense. He shows it there. That's where I want from the NFL officiating. To me, he is one of the best we have in the game. I hope he's in the Super Bowl and a lot of the big playoff games. I always feel good when he's announcing the game because he seems to have a good feel and he's just not too much of a, use your phrase, over-officious jerk at, at, at moments.
2: Alright, let's take a break. We got a lot more to do on this <laughs> Wednesday edition. Of P- I'm looking at the I'm looking at our rundown and hey, we're right on time. Oh wait, that's yeah, we only have four that's more for segments. the next segment. We'll be back with more right after this.
1: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack Store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.
0: And if you give him a lane in there, a pass rush lane, he'll take it. You see that hole right there? He sees it and knows that he can get all the way to the goal line with it. It brings from the outside, and boom, two up the middle. What's this stuff back here? That has to be his... Record. Look, there's a fish going by! A fish just flew right by his head! See, now here it is, but see, I mean, I mean he got a little in here, and a little up there. Here, but he doesn't have anything here at all. Watch when you take it off; he doesn't have anything going up in there. See, see, see how heat does come out of the top of your head? Look at it just coming off in of Nate's head there. That's where it escapes. If you have heat in your body and you want to let it out, you take your hat off. Yeah. You know, what you could do is, is you could have a barbecue on that head. Nate's got a lot of room to let it out. Yeah. I mean, you could cook like some burgers on there. <laughs>
2: Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. It's just awesome. Awesome.
3: He was so happy to notice the fish going by Jimmy he really Johnson. Was. He loved it. Jimmy Johnson's, like, uh, looking at the screen, like, you can tell looking at the prompter, like, what the hell is this guy talking about?
2: <laughs> oh, man. Again, there will never be. It's sad to say it. There will never be another John Madden never be at least not not in my lifetime if not ever okay uh will the jaguars ever be good again in my lifetime that's debatable as well they have begun to request permission to interview assistant coaches from other teams the window opened yesterday the jaguars and the raiders the two teams that currently are permitted to do it because they're the two teams with vacancies you know with with trent balky staying as gm and being involved in this search process For some reason the names have dramatically expanded last week there were just four names they were focused on now there's like 11 that they're looking at um it's one thing to request permission to interview these individuals you see the names on the screen i haven't seen whether or not they've accepted there there may be some of them that say no thank you you just you don't know uh the teams can say no now if they say no as to one vacancy they have to say no as to all of them but the the, the candidates aren't required to actually do it. They could say, you know, you, you could have Todd Bowles and Byron Lefwich, the offensive and defensive coordinators in, in Tampa, say, you know, Bruce Arians is out this week. Yeah, you, know, you, you know, things are kind of, yeah, you know, we don't want to take the two hours. So we, we respectfully decline. We'd be interested in doing it after the season, but, you know, we don't want to do it right now. Or, or maybe they're just not interested. I mean, again, with Trent Baalke, there as the GM and the report that he'll stay as the GM, you may have some candidates who may not want to go there.
3: Yes, yeah. You know, I, I have a hard time, you know, thinking that's going to be the case. You know, especially, I guess, what I say I just with, with that list of guys there where, you know, nobody has, you know, got enough pelts on their horse to be able to just go, well, I'll just pick some other job there, whatever. You know, like we talk about, there's only 32 of these things out there. We don't know how many are going to become available, you know, this off season. Why, you know, the Jags, I think it's got to be appealing, you know, whether you like Trent Baalke or not, the one thing that's got to be appealing, there's two things to me, there's really nowhere to go, but up. So like, there's not a ton of pressure coaches usually like that. And then you got your quarterback. So from that standpoint, you got two things that, you know, a lot of coaches look at to go, wait, I like that about this situation. And the Jaguars have that. So uh, I I I would hope not. We'll see.
2: I know you've been pushing Nathaniel Hackett, but yeah. it is strange that a guy who was once fired as offensive coordinator and doesn't call the plays in Green Bay is on that
3: list. But uh, I know. you know, I, I, I don't get it either. I don't know why Nate left Jacksonville, but he's done a great job up in Green Bay and was really good when he was the offensive coordinator for the Jaguars. Quick break. We'll be right back.
2: must be the gloves. Who cares? It's still impressive. Yeah, it wasn't nice. just the gloves. He cradled it cradled it with the arm and kept it from squirting Perfect through throw. his legs and Perfect. hitting the ground. Yeah. Philip Dorsett makes a great adjustment on a 38-yard catch wow. from Davis Mills. Incredible. That's nice. Yeah, That's very adjustment. nice. Body control, the yeah. lean backward, making the catch. Well done there. Chris Moore. Texans. Wow, another. Davis one. Mills. Davis Mills, not that that pass was exactly on target, but when you got guys that can do that, your radius is a little more forgiving. Yeah, he's done a I good I thought job, he was getting dude. an interception there. Nope. Hunter Renfro. He's always good for a good catch here or there. Wow. A little juggling. With somebody uh, bearing uh, down and, uh, on the that, that reminded me of the Julian Edelman catch in Super Bowl 51. This one was amazing, too. Here's Hunter Renfro back in the corner of the end zone. Gets his knee and, down here. Uh,
3: Great job. Perfect.
2: Great throw by Derek Carr, too. It gets was. the knee down. A knee counts as two feet, as John Madden used to always say. Devontae Smith with a toe drag touchdown. Is this the one that they, like, reviewed and yes. reviewed and re-reviewed and double-reviewed and reversed it and went back and did it? You know, that's, hey, When the t- if the heels come down out of bounds, it's not a catch. If the heels don't come down, it's a toe drag. Here's T. Higgins. Yeah. This was a hell of a catch. Hey. My goodness. Full speed, jumping
3: up, making the catch, securing the ball, keeping it off the ground on the back end. Chris, that was awesome. Awesome. Higgins is becoming a star in the NFL. He really is. He's becoming a mismatch nightmare.
2: This this looks like a Madden snow game. That's how they do the snow when you watch Madden.
3: There's Jimmy
2: Graham. Oh, there comes a snowball.
3: I know. Awesome payback. Uh, Followed by this. This was amazing, too, keeping his feet inbound. Demir Bird. Demir Bird, two point conversion. The next play, Nick Foles bringing
2: the Bears back. Look at that. Thrown through the air. They should have just rode him they out, out of bounds. carried Run him the out of bounds. Exactly right. Anymore. Just carry that guy out of bounds. Don't bring him down. Run him out of bounds. Yep. We'll be right back.
0: Oakland trails 20 to
1: 14, 10 seconds left, here comes a rush, he sidesteps, can he throw, he can the ball flip forward as well, a wild scramble,
0: two seconds on the clock. Casper grabbing the ball, it is low, a fumble, Casper has recovered in the end zone, the Oakland Raiders have scored on the most zany, unbelievable Absolutely impossible dream of a play. Madden is on the field. He wants to know if it's real. They said yes. Get your big butt out of here. He does. There's nothing real in the world anymore. The Holy Roller.
3: I've seen Not many that.
2: plays <laughs> single-handedly changed the rule book, but that right. was the one. Get your big butt out of here. He, he does. does. <laughs> uh, I love it. We're, we're going to share some of our own Favorite memories of John Madden. And we're not going to do the formal draft structure. We're just going to riff back and forth. But we do have a trivia question that was ready in the event that we decided to do a draft. So, Chris, go ahead. A little
3: John Madden trivia yeah. to, to start off this segment. I'm not sure I know this one. So, I'm, I'm interested to see if you do know. John Madden was a 21st round pick, not the 21st pick, 21st round pick in the 1958 draft. He injured his knee in training camp, never played a snap in the NFL. But while rehabbing, he was able to watch film and learn football with a Hall of Fame QB. What team drafted him? Do you know that?
2: I you know, I'm no, not don't show Pete. I say, don't th- I'll say I can't see it. Yeah, I'll say I want to know I'm gonna guess I'll say too. the Colts.
3: I thought it was the Colts the too. Colts. Is that no? Who is it? The Eagles. Eagles. Wow. With Norm Van, Norm Van Brocklin. Brocklin. Wow.
2: No, the second time Norm Van Brocklin's in the news this week because even now After all these years, 70 years later, 554 passing yards is still the record for a single game in the National Football League. It's amazing. John Madden in an Eagles uniform. uh, Looks good in 77. Norm Van Brocklin actually went straight from being the NFL's MVP to coaching the Vikings. He was the MVP. They won the championship in 1960, coached the Vikings in 61. Um, There are so many things about John Madden – that I remember, we talked earlier about the Telestrator. We, yeah. we do need to we do need to appreciate that these innovations. Somebody was telling me earlier today, I was on radio in Charlotte, that the first down line was his idea too. I'd never heard that. The, the first down. I mean, you watch his old games. You,
3: yeah, you you'd like, you the guess. first down I think line? he got it first. Yeah.
2: I'm not sure. But that 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 was his idea. That that's how. If if that's accurate, that that's how he brought a very simple and fresh approach that was driven by entertaining the fans and making the game more fun and making it better
3: yeah no it's he's got he had a create creative element in his brain that i i feel like most coaches don't have i think that's where it's rare you know and I, you know again like, like i said i think one of my favorite moments is you know just like it kind of encapsulizes all of what he brought is just like the the, the carrying off the football field after he wins the Super Bowl, his big butt on all the Raiders players and they kind of trip and fall and he falls like he talked about in the Hall of Fame speech earlier. And it's just that was him. Hey, I got my moment. That's great. Now something silly and funny's going to happen. And let's keep going on with life. Uh, I feel like that really kind of says it all about him. His Hall of Fame speech was awesome as well. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube.
2: I'll be watching that again. i got a whole list of John Madden things I'm going to consume today uh, while working on PFT. Let's take a break. We'll wrap up this Wednesday edition of PFT Live right after this.
0: You know, my coaching career, you know, I think of my family and I think of the days that, you know, we spent together. And I say this to coaches everywhere. If you ever have a chance to take your kids with you, take them, don't miss that opportunity. Because when it's all over and done with, and you look back, those are going to be your fondest memories. When you go into Hall of Fame, at my age, then you have kids who have wives, and then they have kids. So, uh, Mike's wife is Noel, Joe's wife is Wendy. And then between them, they've given me five grandkids that I love to death. And they're the love of my life. They're five, four, three, two, one, Sam, Jack, Jesse, Aiden, and McKenna. And, and that's, that's what it's all about. It's about family and, you know, and having them and having them here with your team. You know, I know I go into the Hall of Fame as a coach, and I know that I go into the Hall of Fame because of my players and what they did. And I'm so proud, you know, I'll already introduce the players that are in the Hall of Fame behind me. If they just stand up and all my players that are out there, there's between 30 and 40 X X-rated players. All stand up, stand up, my family, stand up, stand up.
1: think the audience perceives what's genuine. That's who he is. The same guy who just happens to have extraordinary football knowledge. He made everyone want to watch football.
2: If you just heard his voice in the distance. Hi, I'm John, May. John, May. John May. That was a TV you had to run to.
3: You know, he coached with a passion and love for the game.
0: He went into broadcasting, changed the way football is broadcast, if
2: not greater sports. Some
0: things that just go together. Change
2: changed the way America celebrates
1: Thanksgiving, for crying out loud.
0: Now this is what the game of football is all about.
2: You can watch the All Madden documentary on Peacock right now. Uh, it's available, and Chris... As soon as we're done, I'm going straight downstairs. I'm getting a cup of coffee and I'm firing it up. Uh, and I recommend that everyone else do the same.
3: Yeah, well, some of us got to work for a living, so I got to go do stuff in here and oh, help NBC. Oh, yes, you know, oh, and get ready oh, for a you. You Just go sit there and drink your poor coffee and you. enjoy the morning. Just do what you do. I mean, no days off. Bull crap. <laughs> Copy paste whole morning. Snarky off. comment. Copy <laughs>
2: paste snarky comment and watching the All Madden documentary thanks so yeah. much for some of your time today we'll see you later this afternoon for PFTP. I'm not chris though he'll be home in bed <laughs> see ya
1: <laughs> at bet 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every basket every game every point every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be President of Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McKrispie Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day.